All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. Today, I want to answer a question that I've had come through to me, which is, is life insurance a ripoff? And it's a question I get a a fair bit. Um, Now, obviously, I get it asked to me in different ways sometimes, and um, and, and it's it's a question that somebody will sometimes, I mean, it's it's a genuine question as well, because we've all heard of horror stories where somebody had a insurance policy of some sort, and it just didn't pay them what they needed, whether it's house insurance or car insurance. Um, or, or life insurance, or income protection, etc. And we hear about these stories, and as any responsible adult, you know you don't want to pay for something that's not going to suit its purpose, or, or you don't want to be paying for something, especially if it's every year, when you know it's it's not going to achieve, it's it's not going to be there when you need it. So it's a genuine question, and and as an advisor. Um, it's, it's one of our roles is to help people with life insurance to, I've done an episode on, you know, asking if, if you have a plan B and life insurance is a plan B. Um, something I, I, I always say is that every plan A needs a plan B and we talk about insurance and I take this responsibility very seriously, um, because it's not just my job to recommend insurance. It's, it's my job to discuss risks with my clients and to make sure that in the event of something occurring, that they have a backup plan. And it's important to identify an appropriate insurance company in an appropriate structure. And essentially to basically make sure, well, not make sure this, I mean, there's never a guarantee, but to increase the likelihood of a policy being there when they need it. When I get that phone call to say, "Hey, Michael, we've just found out that X, you know, my, my you know, my my family member has been diagnosed with X, Y, and Z. Uh, you know, is their insurance going to cover them?" That I'm able to confidently say, "Yes, I think it will." You know, or, or "Yes, let let's start the process," or "Yes, it will." And 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 it's 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 a very health is very broad. Obviously, it's very diverse. There's there are so many different. You know, it's it's a very complicated you know, we're very complicated. Um, you know, there's different types of cancers, there's different types of injuries. There's, um, and life insurance policies are just as complicated sometimes. And there's always strings and catches and, you know, things insurance companies will cover you for. And there are things that they won't cover you for. They don't do it to rip you off on purpose or anything like that. But it's it's mainly because they're a business and they need to make sure that they they stay in business, that they make a profit and that they're viable as well for the future. So that they're going to be around in 10 years for you if you ever need to make a claim or 20 years or 30 years. So insurance companies also need to be very, very careful. Um, they're, they're, they're not, uh, I mean, as an advisor, I deal um, with some of the, if not the best insurance companies in the country. Um, actually, I would say they are the best in, in insurers in the country. And, and and they genuinely pay claims when they need to. Um, and, and that's why I'm confident recommending certain insurance companies. As far as whether insurance is a ripoff or not is concerned, the best way to answer that is that it depends. And, and I just say that because if you've never claimed 
if you've paid for insurance for so many years and you've never claimed, then yeah, one would argue it was a ripoff. But if you're diagnosed with something and if you find out next week that you've got cancer and you had life insurance or any form of life insurance like income protection, trauma cover, etc., it would probably be one of the best decisions you've ever made, taking out that policy. Saying that, for the years that you don't claim on insurance, what are you paying for? You're paying for peace of mind. You're paying for security. It's just like car insurance. Many people do not drive their car out of the yard of a, of a car dealership until it's insured. They, they don't think they're going to have an accident. They don't expect to have an accident. They probably won't have an accident. But just in case, they want that peace of mind and that security, just knowing that if something was to happen, if they were to have a, an accident in that car, that the car is insured. Life insurance is exactly the same thing. Now, the stories that you hear when somebody has an insurance policy and it just doesn't pay out, in my experience, it's not because the insurance company has been dodgy. It's, it's essentially because there was an expectation and the quality of that policy or the, the wording of that policy did not meet that expectation. And if, for example, somebody might have a policy um, and they'll hurt themselves go to do a claim and they find out that the policy only covered them for accidental death, for example, or they'll find out that it had an exclusion for a particular type of activity. Another example as well is that they'll have a policy that they've had for years and they think, yep, you know, I'm covered. I've got income protection. I'm fine. They hurt themselves and because they haven't reviewed the policy in a while, it turns out they were underinsured. Um, that person might be earning $10,000 a month, but the policy only covers them for half that much because that's what it was set up as back in the days when it was initially established. So that, that's another way that's, you know, another reason some people think insurance is a ripoff. Another one as well is when they don't really understand what they're paying for. So they've had a policy, and that, that can happen, especially over a period of time when you haven't talked to your advisor about the policy or you haven't looked at the wording or you don't even read the renewals. You could be paying all this money and if you don't know what you're covered for, then yes, you might feel like you're being ripped off because you don't know what you're paying for. Um, and also you might be paying for something you don't need, especially if you haven't reviewed the policy in a while. When, when you set it up, you probably needed a couple of million dollars of cover to cover the mortgage, um, to, to, to cover your income if you were to die and you know, you've know you got young children that need to be catered for. But now the kids are probably teenagers. Um, now the mortgage is probably almost paid off and you probably don't need $2 million worth of cover. So there's a chance that you're overinsured. Another one is when a policy isn't understood. For example, there are many misconceptions that all income protection policies cover redundancy. Now these days, not many do, if any, that I've come across lately. So that's an example. Another one could be you can have a policy and you hurt yourself, you think you get, you know, you, you expect a payment instantly, but um, there's a, a waiting period on that policy. Um, again, that's something that you're probably aware of, but you forgot about, uh, or maybe something that you weren't told about properly when you set up the policy. So essentially, it's having an expectation and making in, in that expectation not being met. Something I hear about all the time as well is what are the chances? I'm pretty healthy, nothing's going to happen to me. Um, as an advisor, if you probably talk to any advisor, it's something that we hear all the time. And again, chances it's true, chances it's not. So the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare, 2019, had a report. And this report is called Cancer in Australia in Brief. 
2019. And something they actually state in this report is that one in two Australian men and women will be diagnosed with cancer by the age of 85. So it's out there. And again, there's a, there's a chance you've got nothing to worry about at all. There's a chance you probably do. And again, this is where life insurance comes in. It comes in as that peace of mind factor, as that backup plan, as that plan B. So if you ask me, is it a ripoff? Do you need it? As an advisor, I see these things. We do claims. Um, I would say every single insurance claim I've ever done for a client, in every single situation, they did not expect to ever need to claim on their insurance. Um, And if anything, their biggest regret was not taking out more. Now on that note, let's look at the flip side. When it comes to insurance, and this is something I talk to my clients about regularly, you need to be very comfortable with how much you're paying because there is a chance that you will never, ever claim on your life insurance. And again, when I say life insurance, I'm talking income protection, trauma cover, total permanent disability cover. There's a chance you may never claim on this insurance ever. So you need to be comfortable with how much you're paying every year. You need to be comfortable with how much it's costing you every year to have this peace of mind. Life insurance is very similar. Insurance in general is very similar to investment risk. And this is something I like to explain. So when it comes to investment risk, some people are very high risk. And these people are, you know, they've... They, um, they don't have any insurance. Um, they're very, they're, they're happy to have no car insurance, no house insurance. They prefer to save the money. Um, they, most of the time they don't, but they prefer to, you know, most of the time they don't actually save the money, but they prefer to not spend that money on insurance and have no insurance at all. And in my opinion, that's very high risk. And then you've got people who are ultra conservative. And these people will have too much insurance sometimes. They'll, they'll, they'll insure every single thing in their lives. Um, everything and they'll be overinsured on everything and for them that's they're happy with that they're happy they, they would prefer to be conservative to have that extra peace of mind to pay premiums you know thousands if not tens and thousands of dollars every single year to have that peace of mind and that's that's what their peace of mind costs T- to me i like to have a balance and when i talk to my clients and this is something we talk about it's it's about having a balance with insurance um, we, we do something called a needs analysis to work out how much insurance someone should have. And again, we don't have a crystal ball. So this needs analysis is really just based off assumptions and, and figures. But we, we do that. We have a discussion and we essentially work out what we think is a, is a balanced approach to insurance. Because remember, you may have this insurance for a very long time and never claim. At the same time, you need to also think about these premiums that you're paying could they be put towards something else? Like, could you be making super contributions? Could they be used to pay off debt? So again, this is where a balance comes in because one would argue, let's not have any insurance and just put money towards paying down debt or putting it into super. But at the same time, if you hurt yourself next week and couldn't work anymore, you've got nothing going into super at all. So it's 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 important, again, to have that balance. So while I'm advocating the importance of insurance, I'm also advocating, you know, stressing the point that you need to be comfortable with what you've got and how much you're paying for, you know, and you need to work out what does peace of mind cost you and are you comfortable paying that cost to have that backup? So again, my clients that are listening to this, have probably heard half of this before. Um, uh, I sort of harp on about it, even at annual reviews, I like to talk about these things, um, but it, it is important. And, and it goes back to, as I said, the first question is, is insurance a ripoff? And this is why I said it depends, and it depends on so many things, but you can probably get the impression listening to this episode 
that with proper advice and with proper discussions with your advisor and with proper planning and proper reviews regularly, you can increase the likelihood of making sure that you're not being ripped off and that you have the right level of insurance cover to protect you and your family so that you can look back in five or 10 years if something was to ever happen and be like, you know what? I'm comfortable with what I did. I'm comfortable with what I paid. And whether you need to claim or not on your insurance, that you don't have any regrets. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases. And feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.